Wait a minute, I hear something. Hey, hey, what's happening, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of The Doctor Movie Podcast. Uh, I don't know, I didn't know where to end there. Um, had a listener's request, and I uh, wanted to do this one for Aaron Edgel, who uh, requested a couple of movies. So uh, I'm going to try to do these back-to-back. And this one's kind of short-lived because it's only on Tubi for a very short time. Matter of fact, by the time that this comes out, it may already be gone. I don't know. But uh, Aaron requested that I cover The Prey from 1984. It's a uh, horror slasher. Uh, I think because we did Madman Mars or Madman, it kind of led to these other, uh, you know, bad camping trips. <laughs> camping trips that go wrong, right? So, uh going to kind of dive into this one directed by edwin brown he pretty much did a bunch of skin flicks that's the best way to put it um so uh, wildly enough there's not a whole lot of sexual stuff going on in this movie so that's kind of a shocker but uh came out in 84 and let's see what it's about so something almost human stalks nancy joel and the other teens hiking in the rockies i wonder if i'd call them teens to me, they pretty much are portraying being mid-twenties or so. Uh, lots of penis jokes throughout the whole thing. So I, I really, I don't know. Calling them teens, I think, is a stretch. But uh, let's let's look at uh, why to watch. It says, the acting is good and better than expected for a movie that has maintained such a low reputation for decades. Yeah, i tell you what. Of course, this, this is probably coming from the fact that uh, Arrow got a hold of it, but man, what a nice-looking print this is that's on Tubi. Um, really surprised at the quality. Now, there is some issues with it, and we'll get to that as we go along, but it says, uh, next one says, the premise is uh, very by-the-book so far as slashers are concerned, but the simplicity of it is strangely engaging. Yeah, I get that too. I guess because at this time point, uh, when this came out, you know, you you you're still at the 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 explosion of the slasher genre, right? I mean, '84. You're really just starting to get into the oversaturation. So this one just kind of falls into that category. Um, it's not a standout slasher, but it's a pretty fun flick and quick watch for genre fans. Yes, uh, yeah, runtime, man. You're clocking in at barely 120. So, uh, and there's even a stretch for that. There's there's a lot of uh, <clears throat> a lot of fluff that they use to try to pad the time. Uh, we get a whole banjo solo <laughs> that goes on for quite a while. It's one thing to show off that one of the characters can play the banjo, but the fact that you let them play almost an entire song, even tuning the thing, is just showing. Hey, we uh, we're just kind of stretching this out to make the time work. So. Uh, as far as our cast, not a lot to write home about. Uh, the big thing is, I guess the big thing, you got Jackie Coogan in this, who's kind of one of the, uh, he's in charge of all the forest rangers. 
and uh, Jackie Coogan, of course, is is Uncle Fester from Adams Family, like the original Adams Family, the TV show. So you got that. You've got uh, uh, Jackson Bostwick in this too. Now, Jackson Bostwick. Let me say it again. Jackson Bostwick was. Well, I mean, I know him as Captain Marvel. He he was Shazam when I was a kid. The old TV show that came on, he played Captain Marvel, which I know, yeah, Captain Marvel is a totally different thing now, and that's that that goes deep through all of the whole history of the Shazam Captain Marvel saga between the comic books. Uh, at one point, you had DC and Marvel both owning the character at the same time. So to keep things straight, they named them two different things, and they branched off, and yada, yada, yada. But anyways, growing up, Jackson Bostwick was my Shazam. And uh, you got uh, Carol Strick, uh, Strickland in this, too, which ends up playing Lurch later on in the other in the Adams Family movies who kind of plays our creature in this one. So, a little ironic turn there. Everybody else, I don't know of anybody that's done much of anything else. Some bit roles here and there. Um, But for the most part, let's let's just go ahead and talk about this one. You've got, uh, yeah, it starts off with a couple out camping. Well, I I guess it starts off with a forest fire, right? And it's supposed to have been 20-some-odd years before... uh, 1980 whatever time frame it says this movie is supposed to be and you just see a fire and that, and then it just flashes to new times there's a uh, a mature couple out uh, camping enjoying their their chow and the lady says I'm going to go to the down to the lake I guess she's going to wash the dishes or whatever and while she's gone the the man is sitting there and all of a sudden he just gets his head whacked off and uh, the wife comes back and finds him dead, and then we don't see her again either. And from there, it goes forward to our new group of campers that are coming in. They're hikers, or whatever you want to call these folks. Backpackers. Uh, you got three couples. They're in a van. And, you know, the uh, the young marshal, which is uh, Bostic, comes up to him and says, Hey, what's going on? Where y'all at? And all this kind of stuff. And they're like, we're going up to North Point. And he's like, in North Point, you know, it's, you'll be out there by yourself. There's nothing there. And, you know, it still hasn't gotten out that the other couple is, have not returned home or anything. So, anyways, they go out there. They're doing all their shenanigans. You're getting introduced to all the folks, right? Getting to know their personalities. You've got kind of a, a Stella out there, but she's also a brat. You, you can't hardly deal with her. And you've got, um, you know, the boyfriend that's kind of humbled to her. You've got the, the other two guys that are more adventurous. Uh, the other, you know, the, the, the guy that's real humbled, like I said, is more of a nerd. He's not more of an outdoorsy person. He's into, uh, you know, uh, constellations and all this kind of stuff. So kind of kind of nerdy, but still not as nerdy as what we think nerdy is now. I guess by today's standard, you think, ah, he's a pretty cool dude. <laughs> but uh, they obviously go out and go camping. You know, they all break off in their groups. You you get a lot of POV shots of, uh, you know, 
somebody watching these people and heavy breathing and heartbeats and all these kind of things to let you know there's a force out there. And uh, and they start getting knocked off one by one, right? And uh, you're trying to figure out what's going on. And then we get Jackie Coogan, who, like I said, is in charge of all the, the rangers and stuff starts talking to the ranger that's, you know, the young guy in this, the our, our Shazam. And uh, he tells them this backstory about, you know, funny things have been going on. He gets a call from the sheriff's department because this couple is missing now and trying to find them. And uh, he tells the other ranger about this happening back 20 some odd years ago major forest fire and there was a group of gypsies living up in north point and you know the fire killed them all except he saw a glimpse of something taking off running burnt beyond recognition uh so there you go there's your backstory but yeah he's you know he's talking about the the bodies of these gypsies were like holding each other and you couldn't tell where one started and one ended because they were all charred up together and turns out that uh, this all comes down to uh, the left behind gypsy nomad you know mountain person who why is he killing people no idea it's just a reason <laughs> I guess and uh, so yeah you start knocking off the kids and, and, and the effects are they're low budget. They're low budget, but they're not terrible. I've seen worse for sure. Uh, but it, you know, the pacing is pretty decent. Isn't like I said, it, it goes by really quick because you know there, there's not a lot of time. Minute and twenty, man, you're 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 getting it going. But uh, as they get knocked off, it gets down to um, one particular girl left, and our ranger decides to go up and and search for the couple that's missing, the re- reported couple from the beginning. And in the process, starts tracing the kids, and all he's got is a tranquilizer gun. And, you know, the main ranger tells him, man, I'd, I'd take the big guns out there because you don't know what you're going to run into. could be animals, whatever, bears. But now he takes the, the tranquilizer gun. And at this point, you know, of the movie where he kind of shows up, you're down to about the last couple of people. And I'm going to try not to give too much away. But, uh... You're down to the last couple, and a ranger's going to try to save the day. And I'm going to kind of just leave it right there, because I think it's a pretty good way for you to go check this out. Um, it's It's got a kind of a surprise ending, in a way. Um, we've seen it a lot lately. When I say lately, in the past 20 years or so, we've seen this ending happen quite a bit. But uh, probably for the time when this came out, it was probably a a pretty, you know, doom-doom-doom kind of ending, right? So it does have that going for it. It does kind of blend in with the other ones because there's not a lot of kills. Let's see, you got one, two, three, four, five. Well, I don't know. You got maybe maybe five, maybe six kills in the movie. So not terrible, right? 
but the problem is, is you get twice that in a Friday the 13th movie. So that's that's where that that was just the the ante was upped, right? You're getting twice as many. So every 10 minutes of film, you're getting somebody knocked off. And in here, it's a little slower paced. Like I said, you got some filler stuff, shots of animals. There's really a lot of shots of animals eating their prey. Uh, so a little symbolism there of what's going on too. But you know what? Overall, it's not a bad flip film at all. Uh, like I said, the effects are you know they're they're low budget, but I'm really surprised at the quality that this was recorded at. This is a really nice looking film for the time. And you can tell this director was influenced by 70s cinema because a lot of the setups are stuff that you see straight out of 70s TV and stuff where you're focusing in on somebody doing something with their hands and then it slowly backs away and you see everybody in the shot. Uh, very, very 70s style filmmaking. Maybe that's part of the reason why it gets a little left behind. Uh, but I will say... I have a soft spot for this time period of movies. Again, of course, it's 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 eighty four. I'm I'm gonna assume this thing was shot even earlier. I'm gonna say eighty two. Uh, you know, maybe even earlier than that. But yeah, I'm gonna say eighty one, eighty two because girls wearing the uh, uh, sports, the football jersey kind of shirts, right? Uh, that was an, an early 80s thing that you would see in like your first Friday the 13th and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, and I do have a fondness for the aesthetic of this time period. I guess because these were the high school kids when I was in junior high. Or this is the way they looked, the way they acted. You know, they seemed so much older <laughs> than you, right, at this time period. So I don't know, this is that thing of these are my peers, right, this age group. So I really am fond of, you know, the the way the girls dressed at this point and stuff because that was, you know, that was what was hip. That was what was, what was catching the attention of the time before parachute pants came out, right? And big teased hair. Uh, but yeah, man, this is, it's not a bad little flick. Like I said, it, it's on Tubi, but I don't know for how long. I think when I looked at it, it said seven days and this, that's, this is going to come out several days later than that. So take your chances. If you can't find it, uh, you can find it somewhere, I'm sure. But, uh, I'll give this a three out of five. And, uh, I want to thank Aaron for the recommendation and we'll follow this up with, uh, with the other movie that he wanted, which is kind of in the same ballpark. So that's it for this episode, folks, and we will check you later.